So shifting gears to politics for a moment, we've been talking about the success of the Tea Party all week long here on the program. Somebody is going to have to embrace the sort of cactus prickly Tea Party folks like Kevin Street from Delaware, who spoke on the program yesterday. We've been trying to say to the GOP that most of our ideas are in line, but there are certain things that we're just not willing to uh, compromise on. Who's going to embrace the likes of Kevin Street in the GOP? Well, House Minority Whip Eric Cantor might be one of them. Republican Congressman from Virginia joins us now. Good morning, Congressman. Good morning. Good to be with you. So how are you going to embrace the Tea Party and maintain the GOP establishment as you've understood it up till now? What's uniting the Tea Party, uniting independents, Republicans, and Democrats across the country, John, is uh, a frustration born out of the runaway spending in Washington. People are tired of it. They want Washington to stop spending money we don't have. And frankly, they want to rein in the government and get it out of so many aspects of our lives that it has no business in. Uh, And finally, get back to business. And I think people across the spectrum would like to see politicians do the things that they represent that they're going to do and stop making promises they can't keep. All right, but it's they seem to also want to notch their belt with Republican incumbents, and so far I count they have maybe a six or seven. Well, that's true. The primary season is now over, as we saw the uh, end of it in New York and Delaware and a couple of other states. Uh, the ire of the electorate uh, did come out against uh, individuals, uh, many of whom were incumbents, who, that people felt didn't live up to those ideals of limited government and free enterprise uh, and uh, being true to their word on the campaign trail. I think that ire now will turn on the Democrats for sure. The Democrats are in charge and have been in pursuit of an agenda that probably can be deemed the most liberal agenda in generations. But how's that ire turning on the Democrats going to benefit the GOP when a lot of very weak candidates, particularly in these Senate races, are going up against uh, uh, strong Democrats? Well, I'm particularly focused on the House. and uh, <laughs> That's the, a dodge. <laughs> and and, and the, the, House, uh, the House Republican candidates have seen an extraordinary lift in the polls over the last several months. And it's because I believe that our, our focus as House Republicans has been to return back to uh, the common-sense conservative principles that so much of this frustration is uh, coming out longing for. Are you worried that the president has nailed you with his $100,000 tax cut for millionaires label? I think the age-old class warfare that this president and his team and the majority in Congress have been about uh, is tired and just not working on the public. Right now, the public understands uh, that small business people are the ones who create jobs. In fact, statistics indicate that over two-thirds of the jobs created in this country are from small business people. If you let taxes go up, you're going to disproportionately impact the very people you're counting on to create jobs. And people know that in, in their gut, they know that's what America's about. That's where the jobs are. It's not born out of more spending in Washington, which is what the White House, the President, Nancy Pelosi, Harry Lee, Harry Reid continue to think. Well, Eric, you know, the, the there is a body of people who have a lower approval rate than the, the President, right? I mean, that's Congress. And and part of the things that people are upset about is they feel that the the Congress itself is disconnected from the issues they're they're struggling with. Do you think that the Republicans and Democrats can actually work together to find bipartisan solutions at, at some point? 
I certainly hope so, and I do think that's the answer to our uh, beginning to come out of this deep, deep recession that's affected so many millions of Americans. And uh, my colleagues and I in the House have uh, begun uh, a program called The Young Guns, and we have just come out with a book. This is Kevin McCarthy, Paul Ryan, and I. Uh, and what it was, uh, th this group was sort of dubbed that Young Guns by Fred Barnes, who had written an article several years ago about what we were intending to do. And what we intend to do is say, look, We've learned from our mistakes in the past. The Republican Party, when it was in control, uh, lost its way, particularly on spending. But now we have also seen and learned from the mistakes that uh, the Pelosi majority and President Obama and his team have made, which is to put all of its stakes on growing Washington, spending taxpayer dollars right. to try and jump the economy. Well, Congressman Cantor, good luck with that book. I mean, some would say Fred Barnes, Eric Cantor, that's not the young guns. That's the old guard. Sarah Palin would be the young gun here. Does Sarah Palin complicate uh, the GOP's mission here, or are, are you just uh, thrilled with what she's been doing? Well, Sarah Palin brings an extraordinary uh, force of uh, intensity to the table. There are millions of Americans who look up to her. I mean, are you one is, of them? She is absolutely. She is a leader in her own right. Uh, she is a role model for many in this country. For you? Uh, because people feel... Uh, that, you know, if you look at Sarah Palin, she's a working mom. She's testament to the fact that in America, not only can you have everything, you can do everything. You know, and so this villainization of Sarah Palin really has no place in the discourse. And I think that goes right to the point here of why I'm cautiously optimistic, but strongly so, uh, that Republicans in the House are going to do so well in November. All right, I... People are tired of the old politics of, of vill villainization, uh, of attacks, and they want to see ideas come to the table based on the common sense conservative principles of less taxes, of free enterprise, and they want government out of deciding right. who wins and loses. Well, I, he I hear your caution, but we'll definitely find out where those issues play in November. House Minority Whip Eric Cantor, Thanks so much for being on the program. Thank you. On Notes from America, we have conversations with people across the country about how we can truly become the nation that we claim to be. Each week, we talk about race, our politics, education, relationships, usually all of them, because everything's connected. And you, our listeners, are at the center of those conversations. I'm Kai Wright. Join me on Notes from America, wherever you get your podcasts.